Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You're here with Tim and Matt. Matt, how are you, mate? Good to see you. G'day, Tim. I am good, mate. You can't complain. It's been a monster, <laughs> monster weekend. I feel like we get on. We're like, yeah, uh, we're busy. But look, we we do this. We do this to ourselves, and I think we we uh, love we love this. We, just, we do. We're passionate. I, we're passionate. I, like it was a good weekend. I like. Don't get me wrong. I had the best weekend. Uh, it was awesome. But um, feeling it. It's Monday morning. Uh, I typically don't work on a Monday. I try and have Mondays off, but uh, I'm here. Here we go. I'm happy. Living the dream. Um, Living the best life. Talking to you. Can't complain. But uh, what do we? What do we get up to? We uh, we work together. What were we together Friday? Yeah, we were together Friday. (laughs) (laughs) And then Saturday we both had weddings separately. And then we were back together yesterday, Sunday, for the Um, Love Affair Expo. Yeah, the Love Affair Expo, which is pretty cool. Um, Look, it's. Yeah, it's been really it's been really good for me as well. Um, busy, busy, but this is just the season. This is yeah. you know vendor wedding vendor life, and you know we wouldn't really have it any other way. But it has been good. Had um fair bit of family time as well, so don't think it's all work and no play. There's definitely still lots of play in there. Yeah, that's it. And uh, if you have been if you listened to last week's episode 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 uh, you would have realized that uh me and tim were having a bit of a chat yesterday at the love affair um and we spoke about uh some stuff like you know that i feel like a lot of people may have already heard of before uh but potentially do sometimes struggle with when it comes to wedding planning uh and me and tim did record this and i'm gonna just jump in there real early and apologize for the uh style of audio uh Someone forgot to turn the recorder on on the microphone. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Um, and, that, so- and, that, and that someone was not the videographer in the room. So yeah, should should have probably let the video probably should have let the videographer do that. But anyway, uh, so I apologise if the audio sounds a little bit uh, hard to listen to and a little bit crappy. Um, well, yeah. that's right. Let's uh, let's get straight into it so we don't waste anyone else's time. And we really want to kind of give a little bit of an intro and. We wanted to make sure that it provided a lot of value for wedding couples that were really freshly engaged and really needed help planning their wedding. So this episode is all about how to overcome decision fatigue and plan a wedding that is uniquely you. And we, we really touched on three points and we just want to quickly go over them. Uh, number one, your negotiables and non-negotiables. We have raved on this before, but it is vital to ensure that you plan a wedding your way. Number two, mate, what is it? Probably one of the most important how to choose the right vendors for your day, how to make sure that you guys gel together, how to make sure that you guys get on well because obviously you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. And there is an absolute ripper golden nugget that Tim dropped during the episode. I'm not going to say it now because you have to listen to it. Uh, but the the one-liner that he dropped, uh, it's something that I think uh, everyone should take on board when it, they think about choosing their vendors. And the last point was just to enjoy the process. Now, it's... It's very, very easy to get stuck into just wedding planning in general and letting that take over your life and being feeling stressed and feeling that that's, you know, that bit of anxiety when it comes to making certain decisions. 
but we really wanted to spend a few minutes to really make the point that you are engaged once, hopefully once. So make it fun. <laughs> Every time you say that, I'm always giggling. I'm like, you said it yesterday as well. Like, and I was just like, oh, bro, you can't say these things out loud. Like, nobody's planning on getting married again. So just don't say <laughs> Anyway, um, let's cut that. Um, let's cut that out. Let's cut that out. We say that, and then we'll listen, read back, listen back to the episode, and it's like, oh, it's in there, and it kind of works. So we'll leave it. Anyway, um, we love being able to do a bit of a live podcast um, style recording essay. As I said, it's a little bit different to what we normally would do, um, but it was a heap of fun. Had heaps of people watching on, which you know, it's a bit strange for me and Tim to have an audience because normally we would just sit in our offices looking at each other's pretty faces, having a bit of a chat. Well, normally, um, we're on the other side of the camera, like it's, it's yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's a bit strange. Uh, and so, yeah, us sitting on a sitting on a couch um, on a bit of a stage and having people watching on, um, it was pretty cool. We got to ask some questions at the end and, uh, yeah, it was a really good turnout. And uh, if you came and hung out with us and watched us and uh, had a bit of a chat to us after, we really appreciate you guys. You guys are bloody legends. All right, here we are. We're going to hand over to Matt and Tim. If you want to come and sit closer, you can, but I'm sure with the mic, you'll be able to hear them from the whole area. Here you go. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. Uh, round of applause for the contortionist. That was amazing. That was, uh, that was <laughs> legit. Like, I, mean, I couldn't fit in that box. There's no way. Oh, I can't touch my toes. I could probably fit in the box, <laughs> but... <laughs> oh. So, uh, yeah. So, my name's Matt, uh, and this is Tim. Uh, and individually, we both run our own companies. Uh, so, I'm a photographer. Tim is a videographer. Uh, and together, we have come together and we've... Uh, organized like i think we've been doing a podcast now for just over a year and it's called make it epic uh, and it's a wedding podcast and look for us we started it for a variety of reasons um, our, our wife's really got sick of us talking about weddings and all the yeah. things that we think we could improve about them yeah and we did what any millennials would do and we started the podcast pretty much and so then we started the podcast and we're like my wife and she was like thank god you still talking to me about weddings all the time because i'm already married tim was already married as well and we were like okay well what are we going to do next? And we found that there was a real, uh, I guess, need out there for people to understand how it is that they can plan a wedding um, to the best of their ability. And for us, it's how to plan their wedding and make it epic, essentially. And epic is different for everybody. Um, yeah. It really is. So when we think about weddings, maybe just hands up who is engaged at the moment. Awesome. And keep your hand up if you are in control of your wedding planning. Ooh, we're we're going to bring you up this later. Good. All right. Put your hand up if you felt overwhelmed at all in the process. <laughs> yeah, put your hand up if you've never been to a wedding expo before or if you've been engaged for like less than two months. Oh wow, you guys are here. You're in the right place. You are in the right place. <laughs> That's awesome. So I guess today, like that, the, I guess the tack we're taking on today's conversation is, is that we are kind of like helping, I guess, I don't know, like what's the, what's the right word, Tim? We want to help you overcome decision fatigue with your wedding planning. And between Matt and I, we have over 500 weddings of experience. We've both shot a lot of weddings. We've both worked with a lot of couples whose priorities are completely different. Um, and I think one thing between Matt and I, like yes, we are separate businesses, but we really want to understand who you guys are. What are the things that make you both you? And what are the things that we can incorporate into your wedding day? And how can we challenge you to make your wedding unique to you? How can we make it more epic to you? And that's really where this conversation started from. And how long's it been now? A year and a half and we're still talking crap? 
yeah, we are. We're still here. And like, I think the the uh, I think when people think about podcasts, they're like, oh yeah, like a podcast, cool. The statistics on podcasts is pretty terrible. Like, if you don't get past like I think ten podcasts, you've pretty much failed, and that's about it. Um, and most people get to ten, and they're like, oh, yeah, I made it. Um, for us, I think we're up to. 60 plus now and uh, still recording, still going strong, so which is good. Yep, We've our mums some... watch every episode, so <laughs> yeah. we're, we're good, we're good. We get at least one listener, it's always, it's always a positive thing, um, for Push sure. Me Push me over, all right, so. Um, and so, yeah, so I think for me and Tim, it's a bit different, because typically we would record uh, online, uh, facing each other in a camera, we don't have an audience, so it's a bit different uh, for us, and we're excited. But today we are going to try and hit three points for you guys, three simple points uh, that are gonna, I guess we call them golden nuggets on the podcast, right? So for us, we try and give you golden nuggets of information that you guys can use straight away uh, to, I guess, improve your winning playing process, but also get rid of that decision fatigue in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of you guys did put your hand up that, you know, wedding planning can be overwhelming, but we think it can also be a very fun process if you have the right questions to ask and you have the right team on your side. So the first point we want to hit is negotiables and non-negotiables. And what do we mean by that, Matt? It's pretty straightforward, realistically, right? So I suppose you guys as a couple, if you sit down and you talk about your wedding and you're like, okay, I need to have this, or I'm not too fast on this aspect of the day, right? It's a very simple tact, but I feel like everyone misses it because people go, they think about their family members, their friends who've been married in the past, traditions potentially, and they go, I have to do this. But the thing for us is that we want to make sure that you don't have to do anything. There's no rules to a wedding. Every single wedding is different, and that's why me and Tim have shot so many uh, individually and collectively, uh, because every wedding is different, and that's the joy of weddings, right? That you can do things uniquely to you. Yeah, so it's, it's really hard not to fall into the trap of seeing what you see on Instagram and mainstream social media and think, I definitely want that. But maybe a better way to frame it is, what are the things that are important to you and how can those answers help guide you with your wanting planning? All right, so maybe number one, let's think about what are the three things that really stand out that you have to have at your wedding? Could it be extra time at canapes? Could it be, you know, you are spending a lot of money on entertainment, catering, and alcohol, and you wanna be there to enjoy that moment. You wanna be there to enjoy, you know, your engagement with your family and friends. So why should you miss that? No, and you, you think about it, like everyone else that has been married before, think about your wedding. Did you get time at canapes for your wedding? Or was it spent taking photos and videos? Hands up here, there's a couple of uh, older, older people. Just out there, just filming this right now. <laughs> when you got married, did you get, did you get to go to uh, canapes at all? No. Missed out. And you're a wedding planner too, right? Yeah. 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 Yep, and it's the same for us. And it, it's honestly a huge, huge regret. And I think one thing is that we are really moving into an era where we're not afraid to actually make decisions that really align with our values and our goals as individuals as well. So, number one, what is your negotiables? And have really have a good think about it. What's some other examples, Matt? Yeah, so I would say like, as Tim said, like obviously getting, making sure you're at canapes and things like that is the biggest one by far at the moment. It's the one that everyone's talking about, right? Uh, the other thing is, is like, even if it's not getting to canapes, I would say at the moment a big, um, I guess, negotiable or conversation for you guys to have is how long do you actually want to spend taking photos in general? It might not mean to be able to get to canapes, but the reason like, I guess why we talk about this is that the trend used to be that you would spend way too much time taking photos, you know, and that wasn't probably that enjoyable for you guys. Because most of the time, 99% of you guys out there think about photo video and you're like, that's awkward as heck, get me out of here, right? And most guys sitting out there are like, 
Yeah. I just don't want to do any of that. I don't want to be I've seen you smiling, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's probably a, a big component to it. Another component is, is like, you know, a negotiable may be uh, whether you have a live musician or whether you're having a DJ um, or whether you're going to try and handle it yourself. Um, I would say that's my yeah. non-negotiable. Do not handle music yourself. Please it's don't. something you need to Please do. Please don't. We've seen it fail so, so many times. But on a broader perspective, there's usually a structure to a wedding day. And I think even before we are engaged and we've even considered wedding planning, we think, okay, we get ready, we have preparations, we have the ceremony, and then we have family photos, then we go for bridal portraits, and then we go straight into the reception, and then it's party the night away, and then the day's over, and you're like, is there any time to reflect on the day itself? Is there any time to actually think, did I actually do the things that I wanted to do on my wedding day? And you know, one thing we try and do is we're not, it's not about trends, it's about finding what's important to you. So look, when you do book us, we do like to ask these hard hitting questions because we generally want to get to know what really are the things that are important to you so we can arm you with the confidence to do your wedding your way. So maybe something um, that you know, we've been seeing a little bit more often as well is actually having time alone as husband and wife. You know, have you ever heard of husband and wife on their wedding day after they're married, in daylight, have some time alone. Sounds weird too, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> FYI, like it's not that weird. But, you know, it, typically, and I suppose the reason why me and Tim love to be able to chat about this stuff is because as a photography videographer, we do have the ability for, I, I call it the power of the camera, right? I've got a camera in my hand, people are like, oh, you're important. We should stop everything we're doing and listen to what he's saying. And I always laugh about it. But then at the same time, I do love it because I'm like, well, it means that I have the ability to understand what couples want. And then therefore, if you want to have time away, if you want to go for a walk together, if you want to hang out with each other and have a meaningful conversation on your wedding day, you can do that if you allow it. And I would say as well that the other thing that you need to really think about when it comes to negotiables and non-negotiables is about like how much time do you want to have before you have to rush into your reception? Or how much time do you want to have before it gets dark, right? Because it's all well and good to talk about all these things we've chatted about so far, but time is a thief on a wedding day. And so the negotiable is, is do we spend potentially, uh, maybe it's like extending our cocktail hour by an hour, because if we do that, Therefore, we're going to have more time on the yep. wedding day itself. Um, and then we can do all of these things we actually really want to do when we think about a wedding, you know? Because when you think about a wedding, you think, I want to hang out with my family and friends, I want to have a good time, I want to drink some drinks, I want to have some food. But, and then if you throw in some other things that people make mates forget about, I suppose, it's like photos, family photos, ceremony, you know, like reception stuff, like yep. just general, like, I guess, logistics of moving throughout the day. Time is eaten up so quickly. Yeah. So when you are saying yes to something, you're also saying no to something else. So as an, as an exercise, everyone that is engaged, maybe just get on your phone, do this exercise and have two lines. On one, line, one list, make your list of negotiables. On the other, make your list of non-negotiables. The things that really aren't important to you both. Okay. Combine those lists and you'll start to see what are the things that really are important to you both. And you can really start to adjust your wedding planning. You can start to even consider budget concerns with what is important and maybe spend less on what is not so important. It's really a good driver to plan your own wedding, your way. You know why I'm smiling, because I'm thinking about some non-negotiables. Oh, <laughs> uh, and so, I'm gonna throw the question to you, Tim. Uh, is there any non negotiables on a wedding day or negotiables that you can think of that you're like you have to do this or you don't have to do this it's a, it's a difficult one. one to answer because everyone is so everyone is so different so if let's it was you, but if it was you what would you pick <laughs> oh, if, you if, it, if it was me 
I think a, a non-negotiable would be live music. So one big regret at my wedding is I didn't have live music. I got one of my friends to run a Spotify list and it was crap. The timing was off, it ruined the entrances. Another one was I didn't have a videographer, so that was, yeah, shame on me. Spotify but... ads came up during the <laughs> first dance. Yeah, it's, it's the worst. It's the absolute worst. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I would say I've, I've got uh, maybe one, and I would say that um, like, I kind of touched on already, but like not having enough time and feeling rushed for me, like that is the biggest thing on a wedding. Yeah, day. very and, true. Like, I think very if, true. If you ever have listened to one of our episodes before, you know that we are a stickler for probably repeating a few key topics. And number one, like probably first one is time, time. and the other one is making sure that I was having fun. Like, and I know that sounds ridiculous. Like, it's your wedding day; you should be happy, right? But there are times throughout the day where you're probably thinking, I'm not going to be very happy doing that. And I would say, if you think about that on a wedding day in the past, or like, sorry, before your wedding, and you're like, I need to make sure that I'm having fun, and if there's something that's not going to make fun for you on the day, let's do everything in our power that we can to change that as soon as possible. Because it's never too late to change something. That's right. And it's a good way leeway into our next topic, and that is choosing the right vendor. Choosing the right vendor for you. Now, walk us through, Matt. How can... If you're a married couple, all right, you're a, you know, sorry, an engaged couple, and you know, you just started your wedding planning process, it can be overwhelming looking at, you know, we're here, we're here now, there's dozens of vendors, there's dozens of photographers, videographers, caterers, you know, walk us through what are some tips and tricks to find a vendor that you truly align with. Yeah, look, it's a, it's, it's a subject that I feel like you can potentially make or break your day, right? Like, there is a lot uh, of options out there, and that's the best part of it for you guys, right? The options mean that, that you can get anybody you vibe with. And I think for me personally, when I think about planning a wedding, if I was starting fresh and I'd never done it before, it can get overwhelming. My number one tip I probably would say is take your time. Take a big deep breath. Suck in that fresh air and go, I'm okay. I got this, right? Because I think... Even today, like chatting to people so far, it's been like, oh, you know, we're getting married soon. And I'm like, oh yeah, how soon soon? They're like, oh, March next year. I'm like, we're still like over 12 months away, right? There's still plenty of time. And I feel like in the industry, we tend to probably uh, blow it up a bit. Be like, oh, you've got to hurry up, you've got to hurry up. Is that a sales point of view? I don't really know. Like, is that a marketing ploy? Maybe it is. Um, you know, maybe you're actually not that busy at all. I don't really know. But for me, I would encourage you all out there, if you are planning and you're feeling overwhelmed and you don't really know where to go, take a big deep breath, take your time and just enjoy the process to start with, right? When it comes to choosing the right vendor, I would definitely recommend talking to them. Right? And I know that sounds really weird, but I say to everybody, the more you talk to your vendors, the more you can be friendly with them, the more you can interact with them, on the day itself, it is going to be easy. You'll be able to ask some questions, you'll be able to feel comfortable. We're there all day yeah. now with you guys, and if you can't talk to me, there's something wrong. Yeah, I've got a little uh, little golden nugget, and you know, of all the weddings that, that I've shot and you have shot collectively as well, nothing influences the energy on your wedding day, the vibe of the day, more than the vendors that you choose to hang out with. And you've got to think about it, especially from a, a media perspective, from, from photo and video, you are spending more time with your photographer and your videographer on your wedding day than anyone else, so including your partner. Say that golden nugget again, one more time. Nothing influences the energy or the vibe on your wedding day more than the vendors that you choose to hang out with. And if you let that sink in a little bit, it feels right. Because imagine spending, having a photographer and a videographer on your wedding day that you just can't click with, you can't be yourself with, you can't have fun with, and it's, it's just a process of, of clicking a button. Like, 
how boring would that be? Yeah, it's not fun. And I, I probably go back to what I said before. If you, you know, if someone out there and you're feeling awkward about having your photo taken, like that's no fun for anybody at all, right? Uh, maybe taking you outside of photo and video, yes, we focus on that a little bit, but you know, it's the same with your celebrants, same with your makeup artists, same with your hairdresser, exactly. right? Exactly. Like you think about it, you're, they're knocking on the door potentially for makeup and hair six, seven a.m. in the morning, and you're like half eyes closed, like, oh my gosh, I'm getting married today, or maybe you've been up all night full of anxious vibes. I promise you that I've seen it before. Makeup and hairdressers will 100% help settle your nerves. We've seen it all before, right? So I guess for you ladies out there, if you're like. It really does set the precedence for the rest of the day and you know like not to not to necessarily like put things on the spot but we have been to weddings where the energy of the morning has just been off something has just gone wrong and it's really affected the energy and the mood of everyone there and that has flowed on for the rest of the day and think about it do you really want that for your wedding day yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's crazy, right? They're like, because I'm thinking about this now, I'm like, if you've ever looked at yourselves in the mirror and you're probably not like um, very confident in how you're feeling, maybe you're feeling a little bit anxious, maybe you're feeling a bit nervous, maybe you're upset by something that's happening, that's going to come out in what we would see as like the guys there turning up shooting you guys here today, right? And so we don't want that for you guys. So I guess when we come to talk about the right vendors, this is where it impacts you guys probably the most, right? Tim, what's. <laughs> How would you approach it if you were, uh, you know, if you're sitting out there like these guys are, and you're like, I'm here today, right? Because I'm trying to give you some stuff that maybe you can walk away from this and you can go, all right, these two knuckleheads have had a bit of a chat and- Two pelicans. Yeah, here we are. Um, and they've listened to us, it's always nice. Um, everyone's pretty attentive, by the way. But anyway. Um, a change. <laughs> and if you're, yes, if you're here today, what would you like say, like when you walk around, is there any questions you'd ask? Is there anything that you're like- Yeah, for sure. So I, I would really talk to everyone find out who are the vendors that are here, what are their personalities like, look past just the service or the product that they provide, who are they as people, and would you want them on your wedding day? Would you want to align with them? Would you want to associate them? Would you like to have fun with? If it's important for you, and if it's a, a non-negotiable for you to have a wedding day that's filled with fun, and you know it's entertaining, and it's energetic, and it's focused on the things that make you you, would you want to have people that are aligned with that vision or not? Put your hands up if you're sitting out there and you're like, this is something I've never heard of before. It's good. That's, I guess it's, we're, that's a good we're bad. Thing, right? like, it's, I'm stoked because to be honest with you, I think most of the time people come into a wedding and they're like, oh yeah, this person gets the yep. job done and potentially aren't thinking exactly. in depth about what that looks like. I would also go so far to say when it comes to choosing the right, choosing the right vendor, could be controversial. But uh, budget potentially will be pushed, right? Because budgets are great, but budget is a budget. And I'm not saying that you should push your wedding budget to a point where you're like, I'm screwed and I've got a mortgage for the rest of my life because of this wedding, right? That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that mentally we think things cost this much, right? And maybe someone charges more for a better experience. And I think that um, for me and Tim and for a lot of vendors that I speak to, experience is important and experience is what we're talking about right now. The experience on the wedding day, therefore, if you have a good experience, you're then therefore also gonna make sure that you are choosing the right client. Exactly, and we're not just talking about our experiences, we're, we're also talking about you know the experience and the client experience that we provide to you. Like, what is your experience through your wedding planning process? What is the experience when you book a vendor, you pay that deposit, and you walk through and do the rest of your planning, what is the experience that they provide as well? 
So potentially that might cost a little bit more. It just, it, it really does depend, but there is weddings, they're not, they're not cheap. We, we all know that. And we think we do have a budget. We think we have a ceiling, but potentially you may have to look past that, you know, maybe someone is potentially outside of your budget because they don't see the value in your service just yet. So if I, like for me, myself, if I have someone come back and say, your services are too expensive, for me, it's just, I haven't provided enough value to showcase that I'm a, I'm a vendor at that price point. Yeah, and it's different for everybody. And that's, again, the beauty of weddings. Everyone's budget is different. Everybody's wants and needs and ideas and vibes and feelings around yep. the day are different. And I think that if you are following what you've seen on TikTok, Instagram, you know, social media, because that's the thing to do, you're probably not doing things that are actually unique to you as a human being. And I think that if you are doing things that are unique with you, you're gonna have an amazing day, you're gonna pick the right people to be around you, you're going to make sure that you actually enjoy your wedding, and I know that is absolutely freaking ridiculous to say. Exactly. But you need to make sure that that is what is happening. We have seen it too often, so, and this is a big reason why we started the podcast. We did, we wanted to help you really give you the confidence to plan your wedding how you want it to be. So refer back to point one in what is your negotiables and non-negotiables. Do you want a vendor that you can align with? Or do you want someone cheap? Maybe they're good, maybe they're cheap. Maybe. They don't know their own value, who knows? Maybe. But I think at the end of the day, it's important just to remember that it's your wedding and do it your way and don't feel the pressures of the outside world. Don't feel the pressures of maybe not to be rude out there, but if you're a mum and you're sitting <laughs> there and like, you know, and your daughter or your son's getting married and you're like, when I got married X amount of years ago, I did this. Sure, it's great. And it's, you know, if your daughter, your son is going to take that on board, awesome, great. But if they don't want to do it, cool, no worries, right? Exactly. Uh, there's definitely some things inside a wedding day that I would say recently, you know, like we're no longer realistically doing that much anymore. Garter tosses, bouquet tosses, they're not yep. happening as much. They're not as popular. I'm sure they happen from time to time. Typically it's because mum wanted me to do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah, most of the time. So it's actually been a while since I've been to a wedding where we've done a garter toss, to be honest. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, let's move on to our, our last point. And I think it's one to really take it take it home. I probably touched on it earlier you by did. accident. I'm sorry, I jumped That's again. all right. That's okay. And that, our third point is really about enjoying the process. Enjoying the process of being engaged. Hopefully you're only engaged once, you are a fiance once. So really enjoy it. Find out what's important, what's not important. And I know we've harped on about that, but it really drives home the fact that you can do things your way. You don't have to listen to um, or have external influence from what you're seeing from anyone else or any person or anyone else online. It just reminded me of a story, actually. I'm gonna go a bit of story time um, for a minute here. There we go. Yeah, he's looking at me like, oh no, we're going rogue. Uh, but I was thinking about it. We, so a few months ago, we shot a wedding for Caitlin and Aiden, and they actually jumped on uh, the podcast and I had a bit of chat with us. And I have never met anybody so... Um, determined. Determined, thoughtful, maybe, I don't know, next level when it comes to probably thinking about her wedding planning. Every time that she wanted to make a decision, she's like, let's book a holiday. And she literally went away for a night and they went uh, they went away that night and they sat there and they had deeper meaningful yeah. conversations, turned the TV off and actually chatted about the decisions they were making. Yes, that is wild. But what was the result of that? Their wedding was legit. It was sick. Like it we was had phenomenal. so much time to enjoy the whole entire experience. And you know what? They walked away from it going, that was the best date ever. Um, me and Tim both 
Right. She filmed the like uh, when they, like they filmed when they got their like footage back from Tim, and then yep. when I sent them sneak peeks the next day, and there was like proper tears coming, right? And that's because she was so excited for us to be there. She was so excited by the vendors to be there. It was a party, and it was a good time, right? And that's what we're here for, and that's what yeah. we wanted to make sure that, like, at the end of the day, for us, if you guys are having the best time, and that's your reaction when you, the next day when you wake up and you get some photos back, or when you get your film back, or when you think about your wedding day. For us, I'm like, that's amazing. And these guys got that because they were so intentional about the way that they planned their wedding. They were so intentional with the vendors that they chose and it was a dream wedding. It, it honestly was. So for them, everything that they wanted, they did. Everything that they thought of that they needed, they did. And anything they think they didn't need, they did not do. So there was no cake. Oh, Maybe wasn't 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 not no, was not important to them. We're gonna hopefully uh, <laughs> this is gonna go live uh, sometime in the next few weeks on uh, the Make It Ever podcast. And there's some cake makers out there that aren't really happy with Tim's ability to say that he doesn't like cake. We're not. I love cake. I make a little game if there's cake on the table. <laughs> I go and try and eat as much cake as I possibly can. Right. I like cake. Send hate mail to Tim. Uh, Bubble <laughs> visuals. Said it that way. Uh, but we're not saying don't do cake, but if you don't want to do cake, don't do it, that's okay too. Yeah, so driving the point home, if you don't want to do something, don't do it. Yeah, I think that uh, potentially, like, you know, we hit a couple of those points and we're hoping that, you know, these are things maybe you have never heard of before, maybe you have, uh, but we want to make sure that you guys are planning the wedding of your dreams, the way that you want to do it, and it's unique to you as a couple, no matter what you do, right? Um, and we get so excited about that, we're passionate about that, and we talk about it on the daily. But I think that we're kind of getting towards the point here. Now, like, you know, me and Tim don't want to just keep talking uh, around in circles about some stuff. So there's a few people sitting around here, and if you're game, we're going to maybe throw it out to you guys. Is there anybody that like has a question for us about, you know, maybe it's wedding planning, maybe it's like the wedding day itself, maybe it's photo video, some, like, some stuff about photo video. Is there anybody out there that wants to ask us to those those questions? Maybe you're struggling with your wedding planning. You're not too sure what to do, what the process is. Maybe you've booked this and there was like, and you were like, when and you we forgot your like, name. And, 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 <laughs> oh, Tim, don't say that. Uh, and then maybe you like already booked this and you were like, you haven't heard something we said before. I don't really know. Is there anyone out there who wants to ask a question? Otherwise, we're just going to sit here and all the time. Oh yeah, I need help. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Let's let's put it back to you. Yeah, yeah. So how would you feel? Would you feel less stressed? Repeat the question quickly. So she, the question was, she said that uh, she's thinking about getting an on-day coordinator, and she says she wants to ask. You know, she's not sure whether she should or should at the moment, and what are our feelings towards having an on-day coordinator? And Tim can ask her a possible question. So again, comes back to what's what's important to you. What's aligned with you? So. Would you be less stressed? Would your wedding day be, you think, run smoother if you had an on-day coordinator with you? Oh, yeah. 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 Is, there, is there a financial barrier to having an on-day coordinator? Yeah, I think it's not something that I budgeted for, so it wouldn't mean an unexpensive expense, which obviously there's lots of those. Uh, yeah, and so whether it's something I'm prepared to pay, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, of course. Those yeah. I, I personally think that uh, like a coordinator who does a really good job is so beneficial. Worth their wedding gold, 100%. Like, like, no doubt, right? And the reason is, is that like, 
for me, when I think about a wedding day, and I think there's so many moving parts and logistics, right? Yes, your photo and video team, if you're having both, will definitely jump in and help where they can, but we're also distracted in a sense of like you're our focus. Yeah. Uh, and then also, we're not gonna get out there and move furniture if furniture needs to be moved, or if something goes wrong on the day, we might not be able to always help to the ability that we probably can. Um, I feel like it is super beneficial, and especially if you find someone that you can trust. And I feel like that's even more so probably relevant when it comes yeah. to a coordinator because the coordinator is taking care of all the moving parts of the day and on the day stuff will go wrong i guarantee you if you've ever been to a wedding before and you had no idea about the runnings of the day you would never know but if you yeah. have been to a wedding before and you're like that was a bit funny I guarantee it was probably for a reason it was never planned that way but it just happened that way in the end of the day but the end result is is that if you do have a coordinator there they make that process like i guess that smooth exactly and yeah. it's not so much of an issue especially if you have a lot of moving parts as well um i know you're getting married at the lodge so if there's different areas that you're moving towards and you really need to think about okay am i going to be moving these flowers do i have a, a potentially a florist there that's going to move that are there other aspects where we're moving things from the ceremony to the reception and you really got to tally up okay there's a lot of things that need to be done outside of the scope of my other vendors I don't have the energy or the commitment to be able to do that on my wedding day. Maybe it's actually worthwhile to have a coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. Great question, love it. So good, sign up for your wedding. There's, uh, there's some amazing coordinators <laughs> here as well. <laughs> Anyone else? Get us, let's do it. Yeah, so question was, uh, want to have their fur babies at their wedding, i.e. dogs, uh, and maybe, I don't think I've ever had a wedding with a cat, anyway, um, <laughs> but um, they are keen to find out, I guess from a photo video perspective, what it looks like yeah. to have their dogs there, um, you know, most people say don't do photos with videos kids and animals, babies yeah. and animals, um, but look, I definitely think it does work, I would say you need someone to wrangle that fur baby of yours, um, yep. pet chaperone people, worth their weight in gold again. Um, some of that, essentially they wash the dog, put it in something cute, you know, bring some toys, bring yep. some food. Can't go wrong, they stand next to us with that freaking annoying squeaker right in my ears, squeaking away. <laughs> um, I'm deaf for the next three hours after it. Um, but you get a ripper photo out of it. Um, everyone loves it. Um, so look, I would say if you are thinking about it and don't put the, I would say for you, don't put the pressure on like a family member or a friend to take care of that dog for or dogs for you. It's a pain in the butt for them, yep. logistically. Um, and I'm pretty sure most chaperones potentially like keeping the night before and after as well, which is pretty yep. sick. Awesome. So yeah, typically, yeah, the chaperone will have the dog for the ceremony, uh, will be there for family photos, spend some time with your fur baby then. Um, and then once we actually go for bridal portraits, that's typically, yeah, when, when they would leave as well. So. We always give the option if you want to spend more time, um, but obviously with that limited amount of time, what what's important to you as well? The dog's yeah. more important than the dog. Husband. The dog than the bridal party. <laughs> Twenty minutes with the dog. <laughs> uh, so good. All right, we've got about a couple of minutes left. Is there Yeah, hit us up. Oh, 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 oh man. Oh, I, this is this is a big one. Oh, Are you ready? Are yeah, you ready? I feel like... Um, there, I, there's how? There's, there's a segment on the podcast and it's what irks Matt. And um, <laughs> <laughs> this this is a common one. So. 
Matt, take, take, take the floor. Take the floor. All right, so should I stand up? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll start getting like all jumpy here. But look, family photos, I, I'm, like, I'm a massive fan of family photos, right? It's an important part of the day. Everyone should get family photos, right? Definitely. The only way to do family photos is write a very, 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 very specific list. And if you didn't get the berries, it's very specific, right? And what I mean specific, I'm not saying like, you know, the Ashton family or the Blackadder family, that's crap. You need to get detailed, right? And once you've got a detailed list, it's like, you know, um, your most important people first, you're expanding that list as it goes down. Um, and once you get to a point where you kind of like have got to the biggest point, you go to the next family, essentially, right? The only way to do it is you let your photographer stand there, shoot, you as a couple stand there and smile, and then you find somebody who you really trust or that is bossy AF, and you say, you're in charge of the list, yell at everybody, and the faster you get that photo happening, the better. To put, to put some perspective in, how long does it take just to take one photo in that list? Look, let's be realistic, it's one to two minutes per photo, I would say. So if you're having 30 photos, there's at least 30 minutes there, um, you know. We're being a little bit generous, but in terms of taking the photos, reading one, two, three, click, 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 okay, next go. And I'm not joking, that's how fast it goes, but to get the people in logistically, it's tough. Yeah. So you can very quickly eat into your portrait time. You can very quickly eat into your canopy time as well. So yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a good idea just to be mindful of, you know, maybe instead of your family photos, it could be your VIPs. So yeah, who are your VIPs? You know, there's also the option to have photos later on in the reception yeah. when there's a bit more time. And if you don't have a big family photo list, but you do have a lot of friends that you really love, like take that opportunity to get that photo then. I'm a big fan of making sure you're getting all the portrait formal photos looking down the camera done in one spot at one time because people know that's the time to get the photo taken. They're not like, oh, can we get a photo taken? And you're spending a whole entire reception walking around getting photos of people and not enjoying food, drinks, etc. I think, we I think our time's up. almost up. Jess is giving us a little look up the back wall and I give us a thumbs up. Uh, look, what I want to say is uh, we really appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, it was a little bit of a longer one for us, uh, you know, up here for 30 minutes or so having a chat. If you have any questions after this and you're a little bit, you know, if you want to jump up and put your hand up and yell out to us, please come and see us. We're over at uh, the fire market Fine. down the end there. Um, my name is Matt Ashton. My business is Matt Ashton Photography. This is Tim. His business is above below visuals. If you type it in Instagram or something like that, you will find us. And if you want to follow us on Make It Epic, it's makeitepic.weddingpodcast on Instagram or www.makeitepic.com.au yep. well is done. our website. I want to just quickly touch one second while you're all listening. Um, we have a vow guide, right? We have created a vow guide to make personal vows for you guys, help you create them, right? And we've done that with a couple of celebrants uh, who we are great mates with. These guys are legends. Um, and we would love to just let you guys know that because it's something that we've only just brought out in the last kind of month or so. It is quite fresh. Um, and if you would like to... A free, a free template, free template to write your vows. I think if you are freshly engaged, it's probably not something that you're thinking of right now, but trust me, down the track, typically when I have a meeting a month or two out with most of my couples, they haven't even thought about writing their vows. No. But <laughs> so. if you get to the point you're thinking about it and you're like, what can I do to write personal vows? They are very important to your wedding story, yep. especially having a videographer. That's something that we've just created uh, and we'd love for you guys to check it out. Uh, jump on our socials and you'll be able to see that. But yeah, thank you so much for everybody coming and listening and uh, we're gonna yeah, jump we've, off. And... Yeah, so we hope we've um, provided a little bit of clarity on how to overcome some decision fatigue when it comes to planning your wedding. But thank you so much. Cheers guys. Cheers. <laughs>